Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. We got a special guest today. We've got the fittest man in the entire world on the show. I know what you're thinking. How is that possible? We've got Matt Fraser here today. Three-time defending CrossFit champion. Look, you've seen him in GQ. You've seen him all over ESPN. God, the guy's sponsored by Nike and everybody else and their mother. He's got a beautiful physique. Going to be realsies. Don't want my wife to ever see him and or hear this episode. He's an awesome guy. He stopped by to tell us uh, some of his training techniques, what his life is like, and more importantly, what his diet is like. That is a, that's a huge question we get into Drinking Bros podcasts on Facebook all the time of like, hey man, I got out of shape, just got out of the military, uh, just became a dad, I'm getting a little soft. What do you eat? How do you work out? How do you try to maintain uh, a normal body in, in this type of world? Well, Matt's here to talk about it, and uh, man, uh, just a great guy, super fascinating, and again, he his, his moniker is the, the fittest man in the entire world. Jesus Christ, that's great. I, I wish I had something like that. I mean, fortunately, I'm, I just got to stick with the biggest cock in, in the United States, but uh, it's not world. Like, he's the fittest man in the entire world. Whatever, I digress. We got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit to be on the air. First and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. A little BRCC for the morning. Man, they're doing it right over there. A lot of people have been saying, hey, man, what the fuck's the deal? Like, how, how are they getting so many products in, like, coasters and all this other shit? I don't, I don't know the answer, to be honest with you. Like, every, every time I get an email from them, it's like new products that pop up that are cooler than everything else on the planet where you're just like, Jesus Christ, do you guys have a deal with like Crate and Barrel or something? They've got these new stone coasters that I just bought, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I use, I use the promo code all the time. Uh, promo code, we're going to give you the new one today. It's sports uh, for this show, for Matt being on. And um, look, use it judiciously, I will say this, because it's, it's a one-time use, and it's only 20, it's 20% off which is a big savings, and I would highly recommend using that on the Coffee Club of the Month program and then just put a bunch of other shit in your, in your cart and get out of there. Um, man, this company's blowing up. Love these guys. Uh, 100% veteran-owned. Premium coffee is what we're calling it now. Premium. Best in the biz. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the one-time promo code of SPORTS for 20% off. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Whoo, boss, the little strike force just came in the mail today. I am a lucky man. Love strike force. Four amazing flavors, lemon, a ridge, grape, and uh, orange. Yeah, saying that with a little spice today. You want to talk about losing weight, by the way. We've had a bunch of people saying that they're drinking this throughout the afternoon instead of energy drinks like Monster or Red Bull or Kickstarter or any of that shit uh, because there's no carbs, there's no sugars in strike force energy at all and it goes into waters so most importantly you're not drinking carbonated shit that's going to bog you down or weigh you down all day or, or, or make you bloated 
Um, and I get it, man. I, look, I'm the same way with this shit. I love it. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Jump on the Strikeforce train. They get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop. So you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off, and that's good every time. They also ship everywhere in the entire world, which is fucking nice. Uh, next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. That's right. Used to be ghostbed.com, not anymore. It's ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. That is your landing page for all the exclusive deals on ghostbed.com, strictly for our listeners and our, our listeners only. If there's better deals out there, congratulations. The page will take you to those deals and uh, they're not going to fuck you. This guy's been with us for two years. They have the best mattresses on the planet and uh, we love them, man. Ah, shit. Again, three in the house, eight pillows. If I could make a whole fucking fortress out of those goddamn things, maybe it would have stopped the fucking hurricane from wrecking my house. Um, that's how much I love Ghost Bed. Uh, their, their adjustable bases are amazing too. Why? Because if you're an unhandy motherfucker like myself, you just take it out of the box and you're good to go. No assembly required. Same with the mattress, man. They ship it in the mail. That's it. You rip it out of the box. Congratulations. An hour later, you're fucking on it. Probably going to make a little baby on it. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Check out all their exclusive deals for drinking bros listeners. Um, and and the most important part is they got a, a pay as you go plan, which is nice. So you don't have to fucking pay money up front for a mattress. Uh, I would look, I wouldn't do that if I was that company, but whatever, man. Take advantage of it while, while it exists. Uh, next up, we got a little uh, grillyourassoff.com. Grillyourassoff.com seasonings. Whew, we're, we're getting dangerously close to the end of uh, grilling season because ass-eating season's here. Yeah. Throw a little spice on there. Um, why am I telling you that? We got a new promo code that's going to last until from October 1st to October 7th, and it's ass-eating, and you get 15% off on that. Uh, they're, they're giving you deals here. Ass-eating. Ass-eating. Will also work as well. You can use either one. The promo code uh, for 15% off at Grill Your Ass Off. Put a little seasoning on your lady's ass before you're going around from the back. Uh, they get they get seasonings for chicken, steak, pork, skin, human skin, and uh, their beef jerky second to none in this world. 100% American beef. 21 grams of protein in every fucking bag. Get the All American package. It's it's a four pack. Uh, they got the cowboy, the orridge, the sweet and spicy, and uh, the salt and pepper. 25 bucks. That's it. They've also got a subscription to the month of that jerky. Use it. I fucking eat it all the time. Snacking in the afternoon. And they've also got some pint glasses and some other cool shit going on. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off or ass eating. Ass eating for I think twenty percent off is what they're doing. I think I think ass eating's twenty twenty percent off. Go there, check it out, learn it, live it, love it. Uh, last but not least, we got battlebox.com. Uh B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. No E in that motherfucker. Why? Because they don't have to. Let's face it, the E's silent anyways. Um, they've got some of the finest survival and tactical gear on the planet. It is Christmas for dudes. Once a month, that box shows up to your house and congratulations. It's fucking amazing. Best shit on the planet. They've got boxes for every situation too, man. Fishing, hunting, 
apocalypse, hurricanes, literally, man. I know I've preached about that in the last two episodes. Get one of these boxes. Just keep them in your house. Uh, keep them in your car because you will need them eventually. I can promise you that. I did. Um, they range from $24.99 a month to $124.99 a month. Highly recommend the $124.99 box because they get a free knife every single month. Go to the website. For four dudes, this is it. Your wife gets the Benno box and the fucking nail polish and all that other shit. This is for dudes. You will open this up and have the time of your young life once a month. Use the promo code Drinking Bros for one time use of twenty percent off. I highly recommend using it on that big boy box, the one twenty four ninety nine. There's uh, no lie. There's probably like a grand worth of shit in there, and uh, with twenty percent off, you're only getting that bitch for a hundred. So fuck it. Go to betterbox.com. Use that promo code Drinking Bros for twenty percent off. And uh, you know I'm going to plug my own books. Obviously, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. I this is the highest rated book on Audible right now in the entire Audible catalog. Fuck off. 4.98. Can't get any higher than that. Um, I'd love to say it's all me, but I, I hired a team of actors. We got an Oscar winner and two Emmy winners in it. It is six hours and 15 minutes worth of fucking goodness. So if you like, like listening to the podcast and the absurdity of this, I mean, it's like listening to a movie for fucking six hours and 15 minutes. If you got those long drives, uh, pick up the prequel at night, at night she cries while he rides his steed as well. That's that's on Audible as well. Go back to back with those two fuckers. You're looking at 14 hours worth of entertainment with just a shit ton of your favorite actors who I can promise you you'll be in the car saying, oh, fuck, I know that guy. Um, dope as shit. Uh, again, highest rated books on Audible. Uh, the other one was a 4.6. Stepped up the game this one. Look, I of course, the Oscar winner is going to get a 4.98, but whatever. Uh, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. And at night, she cries while he rides his steed. Go gets them shits now. We're heading into the show, kids. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the fittest man in the world, Matt Fraser. <laughs> I like the clapping. Hi, Ross. Hi, how are you? Dude, your house got fucked up. Yes, yes, it did. That was uh, it, no lie. A lot of people listened to those last episodes and they were like, oh man, was Ross over exaggerating? No, uh, my house got crunched and then we lost half of that pier, by the way. Oh, oh half. Did it, did it flood inside the house? Yes. Uh, so the, the carpet is being ripped out as we speak. Uh, and FEMA will be by any time within the next three years. So, yeah. Fully not anticipated. You'll, you'll get like a twenty dollar, twenty dollar fucking check for that. Yeah, not, I got you know, I got nine hundred fourteen last time, and then Evan, um, somebody else was telling me about your story, the, the FEMA story that you had with, with the bridge washing out. Somebody else was telling you about yeah. that. How did somebody else tell you? Because um, there was a bunch of first responders down here. Yeah, and I ran into them, and uh, they're all big black rifle coffee guys, and they said that they had come out to visit you in Salt Lake City, and you had told them the story of what happened to your uh thing right when it happened i guess um yeah probably talked about in the podcast and we were drunk forgot who knows yeah yeah probably we have an amazing guest here today ross who do we have, we have here we have matt frazier and i want to preface this with you have one t in your name like me and yeah. it's special all the cool kids do Ew, you're the only one i've met with one <laughs> t i'm sure there's plenty of them out there but like at least you're doing cool things uh, here's the thing. Do you really need a second T? It, it's it's kind of just an add-on at that point. It's pretty much it's a redundant. Soft it's it's Matt Few. I I don't like it. <laughs> Stupid. No, that was probably a misspelling back in the day. They're just like, yeah, let's put another one in there. And they just kept rolling with it. <laughs> or or parents were 
drunk or something and forgot the extra tea and then play it off like they want to make be special because my dad to this day doesn't have a reason why there's one tea in my name yeah huh. I've, I've never gotten a reasoning from my parents either really no. just rolling with it just roll with it. yeah matt, like that. matt matt with uh one t um which is now <laughs> two people uh we're gonna go frazier and best on this episode i'm amped there you here. go you're yeah. the fittest man in the world yes yes uh one Won the CrossFit Games last three years in a row. Uh, been to the games five times total. That is fucking insanity That's, to me. Yeah. A, a lot of our audience does CrossFit, by the way. So Christmas Abbott was on the show two days ago. And uh, the feedback was massive. And they were like, yo, can you get Matt on? And I was like, I, we don't know him. And then all of a sudden, no lie, maybe two hours ago, <laughs> Matt Best texts me. And he goes, yo, I got Matt Frazier here. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, Matt was coming to town to hang out, fucking do some man shit. And then I was like, we should probably jump in a podcast because people would love to, I don't know, fucking know how you pick up heavy things and move them around. And <laughs> yeah, you know, this, this trip kind of got added on to like the end of like some sponsor trips. And I was like, hey, you guys are in Texas. And then Matt was, Matt said, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in town. I was like, all right, good. Cause I'm staying at your house. Like, you did. Okay. You were you were very, you were very assertive with that. Like, there's, said, no, there's no tiptoeing around. I was like, dude, I'm just staying at your house. This This is happening. <laughs> We've been eating lots of meat, you know? Yeah. I drank a lot of whiskey because my father was in town and had to be drunk half the time to deal with this shit. You don't drink, which is totally fine, and I get it because... But, but we got a fucking great live concert. You and your dad just jamming out, and Sam and I were just sitting back enjoying it. It's a good time. How great is Matt's I, dad voice, by the way? He sounds like Johnny dude, Cash. Dude, it's incredible. He, he was playing some Johnny Cash for us. And, and like Sammy and I were just sitting there quietly and we kept getting asked like, Hey, like, do you guys want anything? Do you need anything? We're like, dude, we are having a great time. Just quit talking. Keep playing. He did the first thing that the, when he went into my gym, he's like, he turns on my row machine. It's like, Ding! he's like, you're fucking use this thing before. I'm like, uh, yeah, all the time. He's like, there's no chalk in there. The date's not even set. And so he's like, starts programming it on. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Matt Fraser just programmed my little row machine. I walk, I walk into the gym and it's just, everything's so clean. And I'm like, do you, do you fucking work out in here or what? Like, there's one person, it's me. And then my yeah. wife is delicate and she works out and is super clean. So like, we just, we keep it clean. We do need chalk though. I mean, that, I mean, that's like, amateur. My, my gym is like, it's very organized and clean. Like I put the Roomba out there once a week. But it's like there's still chalk on. Like there's evidence that I've been in there. Okay. Your gym is on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even talk shit back. That I'm like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> you live more weights than me, man. <laughs> this is this is so interesting for me to witness. Like somebody that's fitter than Matt. That Matt's just like. Yeah, you're right. I need to dirty it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go in there and draw like <laughs> Frasier name in there with chalk. <laughs> looks so good. Hey, well, Matt, what? you can say this. Uh, look, Mr. Fraser finished second in 2014. So you can write that on the board. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, he won the last three years in a row, but he was second in 2014. And who was oh, that? Yeah. Was that to Froning? Yeah. So in 2014, I came second to Rich Froning. In 2015, I came second to Ben Smith. Mm -hmm. And then I got my shit together and figured, figured what, out what does that train. mean though what does that mean like when did what did you get did you just stop eating like fast food chinese yeah and... so so like going into the 2014 games like i i was new to the sport you know i i didn't i didn't dedicate anything to it it just kind of happened and so going in there with no expectations getting second place it's like oh dude this is awesome like i just got a good <laughs> good paycheck and like yeah. this is kind of cool and then 2015 uh just 
didn't take it seriously again. So Rich, 2014 was his last season as an individual. And I was like, oh, he's retiring. I got second place last year. Like, it's cool. Right. And uh, and so, you know, just training wasn't good. Diet wasn't good. Staying up late. Like, just every like everything was trash in my day. And then so my performance showed for it. And so then going into 2016. I mean, you still got second place. Though. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was just a very disappointing. And then like looking back at it, it's like, okay, that's probably what I deserve. Like that's what my work reflected. Did you just have like Ricky Bobby on repeat? <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, like that second place finish, you know, it makes you question some stuff of like, do I want to keep doing this? And, you know, trying to put your values in line. And then uh, going into the 2016 season, it's did everything I could so that if the results weren't first place, you know, I'm still walking away with my head high. Like I did everything I could. Um, luckily I did get first place and it was like, okay, like I liked that work I put in. I like the reward I got. I'm going to keep doing that. What, how do you train? Because like, I mean, you know me, I don't know CrossFit that well. I've, I've been in CrossFit boxes and stuff, but like, how do you train for an event that you don't know the fucking like, exactly what you have to do in it you literally just try to get good at everything that's I mean, a that's, strategy yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean that's kind of a strategy a bold for, move for everything <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, i mean look. it 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 is a pain in the ass a lot of time because it's like all right well do i want to work on my one rep deadlift or my hundred rep deadlift right and then also at the same time working on my 10 rep 20 rep 30 rep like so you're just trying to figure be good at everything and it's the same with like going to the track of you know we've had we've had events where it's like a 500 meter like for the rowing we've had right. to do like a 500 meter for time and then at the games we had to do a marathon row so that's like dude 42,000 42, fuck that yeah yeah it sucked it sucked a lot yeah, like, but, I'm Danny McBride in this whole thing. Like, I ain't trying to be the best at exercising, but I have, like, I feel, you know, I've obviously poked a lot of fun across it back in the day just, just because it's, it's a kind of a niche culture, just like the tactical industry that I'm a part of and all that shit. Which we also poke fun Which at. we always, oh, I poke fun at everybody. No, everybody gets one. Um, but I think a lot of people talk shit because they just don't want to show up and actually have to work out at the intensity that a lot of people do. And they're especially the games athletes. Like I think anybody that you can say you're a CrossFit athlete and just kind of show up and that's cool or whatever. But like the dudes that are actually going to the games are like, and, and those chicks, like those girls outlift me. It's fucking scary. Oh yeah. I mean like you're, you're sitting in the warm up area and like, like I'm looking at these girls walking by like, I'm like, damn, how, like how do I get thighs like that? How do I get abs like that? Like, one day if I, keep, if I keep working hard yeah I, I might get abs like that probably not but maybe one day if you keep working hard <laughs> you know one day if you're like the fittest person when the oh yeah never mind um yeah so the big surprises every year right they roll out and they've got these big like some big surprises what were the big surprises last year year before the ones that you're like fuck really um so i mean so like my first year at the games, we, we didn't find out a workout until we went out on the competition floor. Right. So like we're all walking out there with like a weight belt, gymnastics grips, gloves, jump rope. And then we get out there and he's like, nope, like that's not what you're doing. You're doing this shit. And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, this year we like they, they dropped the marathon row on us. So we did it on Wednesday night Ugh. and they told us Monday night, like just to make sure you're anxious for the next two days. Great. Um, we did an event this year that 
we didn't know what the event was. We found out as we did it. Oh, so you came up to the station or whatever, and they're yeah, like, hey, so, guess what? 20 deadlifts. So not even that. They went, go, and they said, like, okay, there's going to be pieces of equipment lined up, and, like, it's in the order that you're going to use it. So just start using that piece of equipment, and we'll tell you when to stop. What? What? Yeah, so like, how, long so was it, how long was it, and what was it? What was the, the so workout? The, so the workout ended up being, like, a 9- or 10-minute workout. And uh, so, like, you walk up, and it's a Concept 2 ski erg. Yeah. And so you just start pulling. And, right. And so we don't know if we have to pull 10 calories or 1,000. Right. And so you're just pulling out a pace that you think you can hang on to for right. however long. And then your ref I, is I watching. bet that would fuck with you, right? Because if you're like, okay, I'm going to get a moderate pace in, like, time after 30 seconds, well, you're like, well, do I sprint the next one? And then that one could be long, right? Well, exactly. Oh, and so jeez. And so it was all 40 competitors at once. And so they took us into the warm-up area. They, like, no cell phones, no nothing. They just say, like, bring whatever equipment you think you'll need. And so it's like, oh, shit. Like, well, what do I need? I have no idea. And uh, so we're in the warm-up area. There's no TVs, no windows, no nothing. And you're just getting your body warm. And they, so they take out all the women. The women went first. And from when the women left to when we left was like 45 minutes. So I'm basically pacing myself for like a 30, 35 minute workout. Right. And then it ended up being like a nine or 10 minute workout. And so it's like, I paced it terribly wrong. Like I just went way too slow because I was expecting right. to have to work for 30 minutes. And so like, it was like ski erg. And then it was, I think it ended up being like 35 calories. And then you move up and it was like burpees to a target. And the dude right next to me, I think he's like six foot three, Brent Fikowski. He literally wasn't leaving the ground. He would just stand up and touch, touch the target. And I'm just like, <laughs> myself up there. Uh, yeah. So you just start doing burpees until your ref is like, good move. And it was, I would almost hope someone was like in front of me, so I'd be like looking over my shoulder trying to game it to see them, so I could figure yeah, out so, what like velocity. Yeah, I mean the guy at. who ended up winning it uh, did that. Like he always stayed like in second place, right. and so he would see how many how many reps the dude next to him had to do, right. and then he would pace it off of that, and then at the end he sprinted. He had enough energy at the end to pass him. That's crazy because you're actually having to like think and game everything. I, I, it's not just like here's what you have to do to work out and you have to be great at it. And I feel a lot of that is the stuff that I see in the games. It's like genetic too because like handstand walks and, and presses and all that shit. Like taller guys aren't good at certain things and then shorter guys aren't good at certain things. Oh, it's, so it's, it's like it's 100% genetics like nothing else goes into it. <laughs> no, but I, but I'm no, but I'm saying no, no. Genetically speaking, there's exercises that would be harder for guys that are shorter and taller because, like you're saying, he didn't even have to stand up to touch yeah, that. Yeah, you know, you're, you're exuding more energy. Yeah, you know, there's definitely pros and cons to different body types. You know, like there's definitely some events where, like the 250 pound guy, it doesn't matter how good I am at it. Like he's huge, he's right. just going to blow me away. And then there's other ones that it's like, like running. It's like, yeah, if, if you're 250 pounds, you got to move a lot more weight. Yeah. But then even like the marathon row, I think first and second place were like the two biggest guys in the field. Right. And 
you're standing next to him. It's like, oh, no kidding. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> 10 old, feet long. Yeah. So, of course. We should get Ross to try to the, do the CrossFit games. Yeah. You should try out this year. I, you know, I, you try know, out for regionals. It's funny. So, I, I did CrossFit for, I think, like six or eight months. It is incredibly difficult. And uh, fucking A, that's a crazy hard workout. I did not like the, the guy. What's with the squats? Why so many fucking squats in CrossFit? Because <laughs> squats cure everything. Having a good day, celebrate with squats. Having a bad day, make yourself happy with squats. <laughs> God. <laughs> fucking cure everything. You got to grow that booty, Ross. No. Make it clap for all those boys yeah. you party with. There's, there's no yeah. reason for it. Um, but I, 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 I'm in all seriousness, I was on a plane about a month ago. I read an article about you in GQ. Is it true that you sleep 10 hours a night? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like Usually when I'm in like regular training, it's minimum 10 hours. Wow. Evan's at it's about four. Awesome. Is he going to die in a year, or what's his yeah. what's his situation? <laughs> My doctor tells me that all the time. So that's fine. What does she tell you? <laughs> tells me that I'm going to die if I don't sleep more. Yeah. What what what's yeah. with the ten hours? Can you explain that? Uh, I mean, have you ever had ten hours of sleep? I, I can't remember <laughs> yeah. it. No, like it's been so long that I, I honestly can't. But and Derek you White is amazing. another good friend of ours, yeah. and he said the yeah, same you thing. Feel amazing with it. Yeah, he uh, said the same thing. He's like, if I don't get the proper amount of sleep. While I'm training to work out for all this stuff, like I'm fucking nuked the next day. Is that true in your case as well? Yeah, you know, like it's 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 crazy to me. Like so, like right after the games, I wasn't training, and like my body, like without an alarm, anything, I'm just waking up after like five six hours. Right. And I was like, man, this is weird. You know, I'm waking up at five thirty in the morning without an alarm, and I'm like, I feel good. I feel ready to go. First day back to training boom slept like nine ten wow. hours and i was like oh okay there's oh, the difference interesting um and you know like when i wasn't training it's like you wake up and if you're tired it's like whatever like it doesn't make a difference like i don't need all that energy it's like all right just drink some extra caffeine and you're good to go but then it's like when you're training it's like everything feels 50 pounds heavier like you just feel sluggish and it, then it affects your performance but it's pretty much your body does all of its recovering is when you sleep. You you read all those like sleep oh, cycles. Yeah, and, I wish, yeah. I wish, I wish my, I wish my body was different. Uh, like I really wish that it was something that I could like extend out. I wish there were like, things that I could do. Yeah. I really do. Like I wish I could, I wish I could get 10 hours. It's not a matter of like, well, I've, I've got so much stuff to do. Like I can push this shit to the right <clears throat> and I could now I have, you know, a 14 month year old daughter and a four year old daughter that would say, probably no you can't yeah yeah but, you know hey, it is what it is up. i could definitely get eight there's no reason why i cannot get eight hours of sleep there's zero my body tells me differently it doesn't fucking matter it's like fuck you you're up at fucking Wake five up. and a half hours <laughs> yeah, yeah. five and a half hours fuck you get up oh yeah i mean like i i've rigged my bedroom like blackout shades no light so not even blackout shades we tinfoil the windows fuck yeah <laughs> tinfoil the windows it's like a meth like, house we got like the little like door stopper under the doorway. Mm -hmm. So even like Sammy's up in the morning, she's up five, six in the morning. Right. And so like not even light from the kitchen's coming in, anything like that. And then I have uh, this alarm clock. It's called the Dawn simulator, mm -hmm. the game changer. Really? So it like wakes you up with light instead of sound. Sorry. I've got to and put this in my, I've got to put this. Yeah. In what is that yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. So like a bunch of different companies make it, but it's a Dawn simulator. Dude, I, I need to put that in my notes too. Cause I fucking hate waking up to alarm clocks. It's so just, like, I wake up pissed off. Yeah. So like if I have my alarm clock set for 8am 
it starts you can set it to like start lighting up at 7 30 7 40 whatever great. and like every morning i'm wide awake at 7 50 because this thing is like lighting up next to me yeah it just looks like a big light bulb next to your bed and and like your body senses the light and like shuts down i think it's like the melatonin production right and so you just you're just awake instead it doesn't of like feel like it doesn't shock. feel like you're like woken up right you're just like oh i'm up now right and you're I, not groggy anything huh. and then it does the same thing when you go to bed it does like a fake sunset interesting and your body just starts pumping out melatonin and then you just conk out you could be a salesman after this because you just sold me on a light same dude here. this is this, <laughs> dude, oh this. dave's got it up dave's doing his job is he fired evan not dude, today this is, this no is, not today look dave. at those oh so they make like there's a hundred which oh yeah there's like a hundred different which one brands. do you have i have it's shaped um, like a kettlebell sponsored by these guys I, are you no oh. no that 104 dollar 104.99 i see it. The, wine and amazon yeah well, in my what's, future what's the name of it evan Damn, well, we talked Walmart. about this huh? it's a wake up light therapy sunrise sunset simulator three awesome and you get or sorry three colors oh what color what colors yeah. do you get can i wake up to purple Oh, it's by Phillips. Oh, great. Big fan. Big fan. Maybe yeah. Phillips will sponsor us. Fuck, after that plug. <laughs> I actually, I will say, though, I kind of already have, like, you know, God's alarm clock here because I leave the shades, like, a little cracked so the sunlight comes in. So, like, around 7, it starts dumping light in there. But I, I, yeah, I'm not, I could try I'm for this thing. I'm not getting up at 7. Plus, at you, 8 a.m. Or get out of here. Plus, you <laughs> get rain in your house now, too, right? Yeah, <laughs> I have a great alarm system. Um, at 4 in the morning, my, my, literally when I checked my, my fucking thing right now, my wife's texting me about her roof guy because we had a little bit of leakage. And then I woke up, what, two days ago when we had like torrential downpours. Did, did you yeah, get them down yeah, here? Yeah, yeah it was, my house was leaking, too. So. I mean, all of Texas fucking flooded up what, here. It was sheds are you guys living in? A <laughs> <laughs> <My> roof. <laughs> I just had I just had some work done. I put a new AC unit in the house and they had drilled a hole on the roof and they forgot to fill it. Oh, oh solid. So, solid. Solid work. Yeah. New sheetrock, too. And it was just fucking gushing through the yeah. new sheetrock. And I was like, eh. So I'm out there in the ladder, like, crawling around on the roof like I know what to do. I'm like, I'm going to go a hole up here. <laughs> I take my flip-flop off, and I was like scooping the water off the fucking thing and then put a tarp. Yeah, that, I put a tarp. We did the same fucking thing then. <laughs> That's what Richard came to my fucking place because he was filming some full mag videos in my backyard, you know. Um, And I was like, now that you're here, get in the fucking ladder because we're putting a tarp over my chimney. Dude, Ross, literally, it was if someone had like a smart water or a faucet turned on coming from my drywall pouring onto my bed at four in the morning. Uh, I that That's not the alarm clock like this light <laughs> one you're talking about. I was ready to fist fight the fucking rain. Oh, yeah, I just wake up happy. <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, let's put a Muay Thai clinic on this fucking hail and rain because you're really pissing me off. Yeah, Ross, you don't know shit about heaven. You don't know anything about rain, house. bitch. It, it could be Matt, though. The last time we rented an Airbnb in L.A., remember the whole entire kitchen came down. There was there was about four that is feet of true. water there. It could be you, Matt. I, I Dude, think you guys I'm are never allowed at my house. Come on. Like, what is bad it? luck. Come on. Never. roof's falling in? Never. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, Matt, I, I got a question for you. And forgive me, because this was like a month ago that I read this. If I remember correctly, that GQ article kept focusing on your diet. Do you have an insane diet for working out? Uh, I I eat a lot, um, but that that was like a huge thing I changed. So like 
the 2014-2015 season, I was still a full-time college student. And so, like, literally nine, ten meals a week came off a Chinese food truck that was parked behind the library. So, like, real quality food. Your MSG was pinging, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, $5 for the General Tao combo. <laughs> now I'm just getting hungry. Up. Come on, it's off season. Let's go get some Chinese after this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Sammy cooks all my food now. Like, I don't follow like macros or and who's sammy you keep referencing Sam, sammy's sammy. my fiance okay awesome um yeah, she she's off chef? the side here yeah so by the way she's everything you would expect out of like being matt fraser's fiance she's jacked like hard working over there so you've been a great addition at yeah. the household yeah absolutely adorable but yeah so she cooks all my food um you can follow my diet at on instagram at feeding the frasers really yeah. feeding the frasers yeah. Dude, that, is that? that out, oh, right? I might follow that. Yeah, I will that's too. Booty stuff. We were talking about that. Yeah, yeah that's great. That's one of the most common questions we get into Drinking Bros podcast. Is like, hey, I'm I'm curious about losing weight. How do I change my diets? What do you recommend for people at home? Uh, so I mean, my my diet is just uh, basically wholesome food. Like, you know, I'm not eating fast food, drinking soda, eating potato chips. It's just like meat, rice, vegetables, fruit. You know, just type of stuff when you see it it's like okay you know that's that's food it's not processed um but besides that i don't follow i don't count calories or anything like that i just have to eat a ton of calories because i work out how many calories day, do you think day. that you have like you're intaking a day on on season if you can say i mean in in season well like think? ten thousand eight ten yeah so so i got some testing done and i was recommended to eat 9,700 calories a day. Oh, boy. And I was like, well, there's no way that's happening with training all day. Like, I'd be sick. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm pushing five, six, seven thousand. 7,000. Uh, that's wow. the hardest thing but that I've, I've never, found. I've never tracked it, so <clears throat> right. who knows. So are you doing high fat, too? Or are you getting a lot of fats in your diet? Uh, No. No, I mean, I don't think anything. Matt's like, I don't know what I eat. I just get epic meals. <laughs> no, like, so so it's literally like I, I wake up at 8 a.m. every day. Doesn't matter, on day, off day, in season, out of season, it's just 8 a.m. Uh, and there's a plate of breakfast on the counter. Like, Sammy starts cooking it whenever how she knows how long it takes, and so it's, like, hot, ready for me when I wake up. Damn! I'll, I'll like, do my first training session, come back in, and, like, <clears throat> like Sammy can tell, like when the music gets turned off, it's like, all right, he'll be in, in a couple minutes and she'll right. start making lunch. And it's just like that through the whole day. And like me personally, I, if I'm not forced to eat, I'll go all day without eating. Like the whole month after the games, I wouldn't eat anything until like two, three in the afternoon. Right. And it's just, I have no appetite. So I just don't eat. Is that terrible know? for you to do? Cause I, I do that same thing. I honestly couldn't tell you, you know, I just lie to uh, myself and call it intermittent fasting and then I'm letting my body yeah, that heal. Seems like, but it seems like yeah. the catchy phrase. Like I've had people ask me like, Oh, like, are you intentionally fasting? I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just lazy. Like, I think there's pros and cons to it, but I definitely, that's when I was like really training hard. And I mean, I still do, but I just don't have the fucking time to eat like I used to. Cause it's like, I was eating, you know, every three or four hours and yeah. like super high protein, great meals. Well, and now it's like, you'll be in meetings all day. And then I'm like, fuck, it's three. And I've had a protein bar. Yeah. I mean, especially if you don't have someone like making the meals right. for you, it's like, can we, we should hire a black rifle chef, man. I think we have one. Yeah. We you got one. one. 
It's Jared. It's Jared. Um, he belongs yeah. to s- Sushi Burrito. And uh, well, that's yeah. a problem. It's it's either well maybe Franklin. We got the new Traeger grill in. Thank you yeah. Traeger. Thank you. Um, it's supposed to go to my house, but I think it's better fit here at the office. So every other Friday, we're we'll make him grill us or something. Grill us food. Yeah. He's an or on a right? Tuesday. Who knows? So you're getting ten hours of sleep. You're eating six thousand calories a day, give or take. Mm-hmm. How much time are you spending working out? A lot, you a know, lot. so like up at 8 a.m. I'd say I'm usually working out by 9 a.m., 9.30. Right. Um, and then by the time, like training will usually end like 6.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then like there's another hour, hour and a half of stretching, rolling out, getting body work done, uh, you know, just all kind of the preventative maintenance. Right. So, I mean... The whole day revolves around it, and right. like I'll, I'll usually train like two hours, go inside, have something to eat, watch a episode of something on Netflix, then right. go back out, do another hour and a half, two hours, go get something to eat, watch something on Netflix, and after five or six years of this, are you just like yeah, is it uh, enjoyable, or, or or is it or is it still like you still have that fire in your ass? I mean, I look at it of like I'm getting paid to work out. Right, it, it's not a bad gig. Like I get, to, I get to work from home. I get to make my own schedule. I get to travel right. wherever, whenever. And, and so like Sammy works from home too. So like we literally just hang out all day. It's a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. And yeah. But I mean, it comes with a crazy amount of hard work. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, that, yeah. You know, but like I, I look at it of like, you know, if I, if I bust my ass for these few years and you know, like it's not like I'm missing out on life. Right. while I'm doing it, you know, I have a couple months where I get to do some really cool shit. Like I, I still talk about the trip we did in Utah of like shooting guns out of a helicopter. It's like, I would have never gotten to do anything remotely like that unless I was doing this other stuff, you know? Right. Um, so it's the pros definitely outweigh the cons, you yeah. know, like th- there's definitely like a month or two before competitions where it's like, I don't leave my house. Yeah. Like I have a full gym at my house and it's like, I'll drive down the road, train with some buddies for a couple hours. And then it's like, I go back to my house and don't leave. Like I don't travel. I don't do anything. I just train for two months. You know, there's moments in there where it's like, oh man, you know, I'd love to go out to that party that everyone's going to or that celebration they're having. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not really that big of a deal. Have you always had that kind of work ethic and discipline that you apply to like being a CrossFit athlete, like as a think, kid and other I, shit? I think I've I've always been competitive, like even from a very young age. And uh, when I wanted to be, I would be very disciplined right. in whatever I wanted to apply that to. Uh, so like in my whole weightlifting career before CrossFit started, um, I think I just didn't, I didn't know what to do. So like I, I was I was an okay weightlifter, but I wasn't doing the right things. Um, but then like when I went to college, you know, when when I decided like okay, college is my priority, I definitely applied that that work ethic and that discipline in the exact same way. Um, so you know what I, I think I think the big thing was like once I figured out how to work hard and and like problem solve, like that that trait's going to be with me th- for the rest of my life. It's like you run into a problem. It's like, all right, I don't know the solution to this. How do I find out the solution? And you know, I think right. that's a common trait with anyone that's successful in what they do. 
they're just good problem solvers. Right. Totally agree. Now you actually had, so you, you were weightlifting before CrossFit, right? You're doing Olympic lifting. And is that kind of what segued you in? You're like, when were you just like, what's that new thing and why? And I should try it. Uh, well, so yeah, so I did Olympic weightlifting for, I think it was 11 or 12 years. You know, I started when that I was long. 12 years old. Oh shit. Did you have um, a lot of success in it? Uh, I had some, you know, like I won a junior national title. I won a couple of school age national titles. Um, so that's like when they break you up by age and weight. Um, and then I was okay when it came to like the senior national level. Like once I was over 20 years old, I, I did okay, but no one was writing home about me. Um, and then it was just one day I was like, you know, I'm all right, I'm done with this. Um, you know, I saw the writing on the wall and the fact that I just saw a lot of athletes that had nothing to fall back on after their sports career. So they were really right. trying to hang on to their sports career. And I was like, I, I don't want that for myself. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go get an education. And, uh, and you, you, you'd never guess what his fucking degrees in. Oh, I already know. What is it? What's Nobody. Your... I, I, I think it's amazing. Crim yeah. Criminal psychology. <laughs> No, I got I got one degree in uh, business and one in mechanical engineering. No shit. <laughs> Where would you go to college? Uh, University of Vermont. Oh wow, a lot of people smoke yeah, so, smoke a lot of weed there. Is that Burlington? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. What so I, I grew up in Colchester, right? So it's like a ten minute commute. What a fucking cool place, though. Vermont is a fucking cool place. I mean, yeah. literally. I don't even cool. know what goes on in Vermont. Uh, they smoke a lot of weed, so, a lot of fish, a lot of dead. What year did you go there, Matt? Uh, I think I graduated 2015. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, like the whole state looks like a postcard. Yeah, it's a beautiful state. Yeah. So it was, Sam and I went back after after uh, a competition. When, when was it? June. And like I knew I was having a week off from training, so we just went back to visit. So like we we had moved to Tennessee, went back to visit Vermont on the week off. And I think it was our second day there. We bought a piece of property. Yeah. It was just like, we got there. We're like, oh man, we missed this. Yeah. And so we, we knew we want to start spending like summers up there or something. And then once CrossFit's done, we'll move back there full time. Outside of Burlington? Or yeah. Where? Yeah. Like a couple yeah. minutes outside Burlington, nice. like yeah, yeah. out in the country. Yeah. One of my best friends lives up there. Um, I've known him for like 20 years. He's actually the principal of the high school up there. And, um, it, one of the high schools, yeah. I guess in Burlington and, uh, fucking loves it. My wife, her family, they've got a, a lake that a lake house that's been in their family for like a hundred years, and it's just outside of Burlington. So she goes up there. So the first time I was up there was with Let's go her. Fishing. It's fucking beautiful. So all that area, like New Hampshire and Vermont, like went to that O'Neill's race car driving or the yeah. rally school up there. The place is fucking amazing, man. Yeah, and, I mean it's it's like the Pacific Northwest without the mountains. Still has rolling yeah, hill I mean, it, mountains. It was pretty badass. crazy because you know, like I grew up there, yeah, and so I, I never really cared about any of that stuff, right. like how gorgeous it was. Yeah, and then I moved away, and then when I went back, I was like, oh man, like I didn't realize I missed yeah. this and this and this, and and then we just found, like, the absolute perfect piece of property, and just next day we're like, all right, right. Like, I don't know when we'll build on it, but like, we'll have it for that's going to be home one day. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, is it, is so, it near the coat factory? 
fuck is that? <laughs> Ross Ross really likes to go out there to go fucking coat shopping. I just you know? I need a new coat. coat. I need store. like yeah. Burlington season factory, is starting. Bro. Yeah, I need I need a new coat. I heard their coat factory is amazing out there. <laughs> plus you can plus you can you know dive into Ben and Jerry's when you're out there. That's oh, where they we, started. We crush Ben and Jerry's. We actually have like some very close friends of ours. Uh, she worked at for Ben and Jerry's for a little while and they get to take home three pints a day. Jesus. Wow. That's unhealthy. And so they it's literally unhealthy. three <laughs> pints a day. And so she literally, they had to buy a deep freeze and it's like, she, she hasn't worked for Ben and Jerry's in like what, like a year. And it's still just like a full size deep freeze of just pints of Ben and Jerry's. Dude, she wants to sling some cookies and cream my Bro. way. I know it, dude. I know it. Okay, so you get you graduate college and you got the Olympic lifting stuff going on. No, so so I finished Olympic weightlifting before, before I college. Went to U, before it. I went to UVM. Okay. So UVM was my fourth college. Oh damn. Did yeah, you play I, sports? Just weightlifting. Okay. So I lived in Colorado Springs, went to do two different nice. schools there while I lived lived and trained at the Olympic Training Center. Wanted to focus on school a little bit more, moved to Northern Michigan, and uh, they have the Olympic Education Center, so you can go to school a little bit more while you're there. And uh, and then I packed it all in, moved to Vermont, wasn't doing anything, and uh, like typical full-time college student, started gaining weight and just getting, getting chubby. So I was like, all right, I need to start working out a little bit. Googled CrossFit in Vermont, Champlain Valley CrossFit popped up, literally just went in and was like, Hey, like, I don't want to do CrossFit. I just want to like lift your weights in the corner. Cause they have all the equipment you need. Right. And, uh, a girl that from the gym that competes, Danny Haran would just like entice me. She's like, Oh, this, this CrossFit workouts, just, just Olympic weightlifting. It's 30 cleaning jerks for time. You'll be good at it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then like, that would happen like once a week and start happening twice a week. And, uh, and I wasn't good at it. Like I sucked. And then the owner of the gym, Jay Jenny was hosting a competition in house. And he was like, Hey, I want you to try this competition. And, uh, if you win any money, you have to buy a pair of CrossFit shoes. Cause I was, <laughs> I was working out in like air max nineties with the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it was just like when you back squat on like 405, you know, that bubble started to like bow out. Yeah. And, uh, and so I did the competition, won it, and the prize was 500 bucks. And I was, I'd never made a dollar in weightlifting. Like it, there's no money in it. Right. And I just thought like, holy shit, like 500 bucks. This is pretty sweet. And so I literally just started going to competitions every weekend where I can make a thousand bucks here, a thousand bucks there. And for a college student, it's like now I can go to the movies on the weekend and get dinner, like just had some spending money. And then, so I literally just started training so I could do more of that. And then it just kind of grew into what it is now. It's super funny because I feel it's a very <laughs> similar experience for like with business with me and I think a lot of other people that just it's like a hobby that you just really enjoy to do and then you find a way to kind of monetize it and then when you start getting like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, you're like, wow, I could actually maybe even pay my rent with this one day. Well, you know, and like once money start come starts coming in, like you're able to dedicate more time. Like you right. don't have right. to go work that job forty hours a week to be able to support your hobby. Now your hobby is supporting your hobby. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're able to apply more time to it, more passion to it. And it just kind of builds, builds, builds. And so, yeah, like I graduated college in 
2015 and never, never looked for a job. I was like, no, I'm just going to like put all my eggs in this basket. And you know, worst case scenario, it's kind of fall on your ass and go get a nine to five. So but. did you make it to the games the first year you started competing in CrossFit or did you just do local circuits for a while? Or So I did the, like just kind of local comps around new England, uh, for a little while. I basically accidentally qualified for regionals after doing CrossFit for like five, six months. And, and then, so Jay Jenny, the owner was like, all right, like, congrats, you qualified for regionals. I was like, the hell's regionals man and then he was like this is regional show up here this date and like compete and uh got my ass kicked like as expected you know like these guys were training a lot yeah they, they'd been yeah, doing it course. for years and and so i walked away from that competition like okay like i th i think if i apply myself i can beat those guys and then and then i had had a full year of training under my belt and uh Qualified for regionals again, won it, went to the games, and uh, got second place. You're not competitive at all, huh? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck this, I'm not losing. <laughs> Do you follow your That's... competitors online, like their Instagram and all that shit, to see what they're doing on a day-to-day -day basis? Uh, I, I follow some of them, but but mainly just because I'm buddies with them. Right. You know, like... like it. I think there's a big difference like from a lot of other sports where like there's rivalries or like people just don't like each other. Basically, like my conclusion of it is like there's no physical contact between competitors. So it's like no one's like taking a cheap shot and then like next time you see each other on the field, you're taking a cheap shot to get back at them. Right. There's nothing really going on like that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really good buddies with some of the top guys in, in the world and you know, like just texting back and forth like, Hey man, what's going on? You know, like, yo, we should line up hanging out sometime and just that type of stuff. Um, I mean, I'm not, I don't, we're not really like sending each other our programming right. to like help each other out, but <laughs> right. like we get along just fine. I don't, I don't help write Ross's jokes because I want him to be less funny than me. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. It's all about winning. Yeah. It's all about winning. <laughs> it's all about being the best. Um, hey. well, who, do you, who do you train with now in, in uh, Nashville when you're like, you, know, you said, yeah, I cruise down and train with some of my buddies. Yeah, so so I moved to uh, Cookville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. um, we knew we wanted to move to Tennessee. And then, you know, Cookville is kind of like this, like, really odd mega hub of, like, CrossFit. Really? You know? Yeah, so Rich Froning yeah. grew up there. And uh, so he... He his last year competing was 2014. He won the individual title four times in a row, and now he competes on a team. So you know he built this like just jaw dropping affiliate. Has every piece of equipment you could imagine, and then he has a team that he competes with now, and it's just like some of the fittest people in the world, and they just all happen to be in the same spot. Um, so when I knew I was m moving to Tennessee, literally just text him like, "Hey man." Uh, I don't want to like just be on your doorstep, but like, is it cool if I move to Cookville? Like we're moving to Tennessee. Yours, your town is the obvious place to move. And he's like, yeah, come on down. And so I usually train at mayhem, like in the mornings, like nine to 11 AM. And then, uh, and then when I go home, I'll usually train at home 
in the evenings just by myself. Right. I feel like if you have a gym that you frequent like that, do you ever, do people just show up all the time and like watch workouts, take photos, take notes? Cause I'm, so, so, uh, CrossFit mayhem is like closed when classes aren't on. And so it's literally just the team members in their training. Okay. Um, people, people will show up every once in a while, but it's like when they pull up mayhem on, on their phone, it, you know, like it has the business hours of when they're open and closed. But I mean, they have a ton of drop-ins. Basically, anyone who goes to Nashville for a vacation, they just take the hour drive to go check out Mayhem because right. you know it's this mecca of a gym. It's, out, right. it's an hour outside of uh, Nashville. Yeah, so yeah, we're in between Knoxville and Nashville, so it's about oh, an hour shit. from Nashville. I'm gonna swing by there then. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll text Rich. I don't have, <laughs> I have his number. <laughs> hey Matt, I, I got an odd question for you. Do you follow Mark Wahlberg on Instagram by any chance? Well, you said best in Frasier. Is that, that's, I'm guessing that's for Frasier. 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 I know you do, Matt. I know you <laughs> cool. do. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I do. I mean, I want to try Wahlburgers. I heard they have like bison burgers now. It sounds tasty. Yeah. The, the reason I ask, he's been doing this 4 a.m. workout challenge. Um, and it, he just, they, they blasted out his crazy schedule, like his 24-hour schedule. He gets up at three in the morning and starts eating, and then he works out by four. And he's challenging these other celebrities to do it. And Octavia Spencer just joined him yesterday. What's the significance of training that early in the morning? Is there something more to it than than just, hey, we're up before everybody else's type of the, type of deal? I think I'm sure there there's a piece of that of just like you know I'm I'm up grinding like my my competition isn't isn't willing to do this, and so it's just like a dominance thing like right off yeah, the bat, right. I'm willing to bet if when you're at that level of fame, like a lot of your time's eaten up. Yeah, you got to be assuming, busy during work days. Yeah, all, you got to fit I'd that assume, workout in. Probably the only time you can do it. And you're not going to do yeah. a fucking workout at 9 p.m. after a whole day of yeah. interviews and filming. Yeah, because he's, uh, he's doing this for 28 days. It's some 28-day challenge that's super extreme. And the doctors... Like, I, know, s- I know... Yeah, the doctors like have stepped I- in and said, hey, man... You can do this once, but if if you continue to do this throughout, you know, a couple years, your body's going to physically break down. I mean, like, I'm sure I could do it. I'd be taking a lot of naps during the day. <laughs> like, I won't, I was up at 6 a.m. this morning, and I'm kind of ready for a nap. I already hate that, Ross. It's like challenges like that. 28-day challenge. Why don't yeah. you challenge your fucking life and do it every single day? Maybe do half as hard, but consistency is king. Why well, do it for 28 days? Yeah, I, I guess he was doing it for a, for a movie. He's shredded right now, and he's probably, I don't know, 48 years old. He's He's got to be close to 50 at this point. Um, he's doing it for okay. some movie, but it's so extreme that, again, he, he's getting up at 3 a.m. He said he goes to sleep at 7.30 at night. Yeah, so, I, I mean, right there, like, I don't really get the purpose of, like, well, you're just cutting off three hours the end of your day right why don't you just tack that on the front of your day and live a half normal schedule yeah that's what i, I didn't get I either mean, but i didn't know if I there mean, was he a, may a, he may have a reason of like something scheduling during his day where that what has to happen but yeah i know for myself i'm like no i'll, I'll be up at eight I'm like right. i'll see you when i'm up <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was just wondering if time of day actually mattered because i enjoy working out like late like 11 p.m um, I like it when there's no sound, no calls, no emails. I, I'm probably like everybody else who uses their... Bro, leave your phone in the house. Uh, Work out at a reasonable hour. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, here's the thing. So what, what, do you li- what do you listen to? Do you listen to music? Because I, I use my phone for music, 
Um, how do you get yourself going? Yeah, what do you gym? listen yeah. to, Matt? I'm all in the gym, and I'm like, what do you want on the playlist? She's like, whatever you want. I'm like, what do you want on the playlist? Whatever you want. I'm like, fuck, I hope I get a good song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you get down to? What's your, what's your so, end I mean, all if, be all jam for working out? If, I mean, it varies <clears throat> big time. Um, I, I think for music, it's a lot of, lot of country. Um, really? And then, yeah. I would have said and metal then, or like, like house. The, I, I don't know anybody who works out the country. House? Yeah. <laughs> Got fucking sandstorm on there. <laughs> Dude, it, in Miami, they have live DJs in in most of their gyms on South Beach. It's fucking. Yeah, that sounds like a Miami thing. Gnarly. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like the gym I wouldn't go to. Yeah. <laughs> I already don't like gyms, so I built my own. And I, a DJ in there? Ugh. So what, actually what I started doing, because, you know, like. Like I'm, I'm terrible at finding new music. It's basically whatever shows up on my like, Spotify discovery list is what <clears throat> how I find out new music. Um, if I'm doing like interval work or something like that, I'll usually have music going. But then when I'm just doing like accessory work and single modality stuff, I usually just throw on like different podcasts and just listen to people talk. You know, like I don't need that intensity for a lot right. of what I'm doing, and it's like with how much I train, if I just have that like music blaring for eight hours a day, you want to fucking kill yourself. Right. So it's just like put on something that brings it down a couple, couple notches and just get some perspective from other people. What What's, are you listening to? What's your podcast? You're going to, uh, definitely not this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're as cold as ice. <laughs> it's Amy uh, Schumer, Lena Dunham. <laughs> who else? I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, the one I, my usual go-to, uh, is just Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. yeah. Like he just Who? gets some, <laughs> he just gets some like super interesting people on there that it's a great show. Yeah. It is how great. he gets that variety of people and is able to hold a conversation with that many different people blows my mind. I freeze up with 99% of people I meet just like, uh, you're way, you're way more intelligent than me. I don't know how to talk to you. So it's just like, <laughs> he's, he is a great interviewer for sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. way better than us, huh? I'm just ready to and, tell do dick jokes. That's all I know how to do. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically like I'll start on one of his, and then it's like the YouTube suggested right. from there, and just kind of I'll just pick random things. Mm -hmm. What's like? Because we're getting close to the end of the show. What's like the 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 best thing that's come from all this, and kind of the worst? I mean, I feel like there's got to be like a lot of ups and downs, like the continuing to train for that many years and have to be at that high, high of level. I mean, five years of being one or two. I mean, that that's, that's intense. it's gotta be hyper rewarding, yeah. but then at some point it's gotta have like, it's, it's struggles. Like, is it maintaining your a healthy body? Is it? So, you know, I've, you know, I've had the ups and downs with that, you know, just like physical health. Um, you know, like I've had seasons where I'm in like the f first stages of the qualifying procedures and it's like I have tendonitis on my elbows and it's like, all right, well, it's not going away anytime soon. So I have to just tough out the season. Right. And that's pretty miserable. Yeah. Um, like knock on wood, you know, the last couple seasons, you know, I think I figured out what what I need for my body and and I have a good network of people around me to help me out with, you know, just getting the information I need of like how different stuff to do for body work, different stuff for nutrition to help out with all that stuff. Um, I mean the, the good parts, I mean, just, just thinking of like, okay, like I have an opportunity right now to set myself up for the rest of my life, you know? Um, 
you know, I, I'm sure I won't, when I retire from CrossFit, I'll just be bored out of my mind and like do something, but it's, I don't have to get a nine to five job that I don't want, right. you know, to keep that, to make the car payments, the mortgage, you know, all that stuff. Like, no, I can just do what I want and hopefully it. What, okay. Elephant in the room. And, and do you, do you see yourself just doing this until it's like your, you know, your body can't or something, or you mean, I think, I think I'll keep competing. You know, I've always said like, as long as I'm happy and healthy, um, you know, I think kind of the way it was with weightlifting just one day I was just like, I'm over it, hmm. you know, um, with weightlifting, I, I, when I was 19, I broke my, I broke my back. I broke my L five in two spots Oof. and it was like a full year. So it was like very invasive surgery. It was a full year of rehab coming back. And I basically came back to the sport out of a, out of resentment. You know, it was just with how many people just like pushed me to the side was like, Oh no, nope, he's done. He's washed up. And I was like, I basically came back on a big fuck you. Um, but you can only hold that for so long. So I came back, competed for a little while, but then was just like, nope, lost the love for it, and I'm moving on. But I left I left the sport with a lot of resentments. I wasn't happy with how I left it. You know, everything that goes with it. But is it, uh, are you like Tom Brady, though, in the aspect of, like, he wants to retire in five years. Do you have a an exact window of, like, all right, I want to keep doing this for X amount of years and then and then walk away? No, I mean, I you know, I, I get asked that all the time and you know crossfit's so new it's like people don't really know the lifespan of a top competitor or a crossfit athlete you know there's there's been some that have gone to the games once or twice and then i think there's like a handful of people that have been to the games 10 times right um but then there's others that are just broken after three so i think everyone's still trying to figure out how to work out the kinks and do it right um i i think i have a pretty good routine Right. Um, but like, th there's no time stamp on it. Like, you know, like happy and healthy. Yeah. I'm, I dig I'm, that. I mean, I'm still having, still having a kick-ass time doing it. I get to do a lot of cool shit. So are there any guys out there that, that you know of doing like programming that, that you say, Oh, you know what? This guy's programming is awesome. Besides a guy that's probably doing your programming, I would imagine that's, that's pretty hush hush. Uh, yeah, you know, th there's definitely a couple different spots. I go, the one that I, that I work with on a consistent basis and that like, I, I swear by, I love, and I've been doing it, f I think for four years now is, uh, his name is Chris Henshaw. Mm -hmm. He runs a program, aerobic capacity. And so it's just all conditioning and all stuff like that. But so he actually moved, uh, from California to Cookville, Tennessee as well. Uh, this last year bought a, or he lives in, lives in our neighborhood. So I see him on, on a daily basis. And so every time I go to the track, he's with me. Every time I get in the pool, he's with me. So he's programming, watching technique, like very close. Right. Um, do you suggest that stuff? Cause I'm sure a lot of people and you get it. I can't imagine if you have that somewhere, but like when people are like, I want to be more healthy and more fit, like where, where, where do you point those people? Well, so, I mean, you know, I, I was in the same boat. Um, you know, when it came to Olympic weightlifting, uh, when I got into CrossFit, I didn't need a coach or a program or anything. You know, that's that was my background. I knew yeah. how to train it. I knew mile markers to hit. And, you know, I knew what exercises to do to work on certain weaknesses. Uh, when it came to running, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I'm 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 sure I'm like everyone else that like it's like all right, I need to work on my running. I'm going to go to the track and run a mile as fast as I can. Right. 
and then that's the end of it. And it's like, that's probably not going to work too well. Like, yeah, you'll get a little bit better, but, um, I mean, there's a lot of different resources that I use. Um, I remember one year at the games, like I, I had an absolute shit event in the deadlift. And, uh, and so I just was like, all right, I don't know how to train my deadlift. Let's find someone who does and talk to Chad Wesley, you know, this dude deadlifting, like, I don't know exactly how much it's a lot. Gajillion pounds, a yeah. thousand pounds or some shit. Oh yeah. He's yeah. one of the, he's one of those guys. Ugh, that yeah. Doesn't have any weight left. When people are like, Oh man, I hit the thousand pound club. And you're like, yeah, I did that in my squat or their yeah. deadlift. And you're like, okay, you're just a different type of yeah. human, man. Oh yeah. I remember he, like, he sent me one video of like, it was like a accessory exercise for deadlifting. And like, I'm doing it with like 205 pounds. Once I'm good at it, he sent me, he sent me a video he has 405 on he's in like boat shoes and he's like talking to the camera as he's doing it. <laughs> and I was just like, All right. Uh, you're on that level. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just finding someone in that discipline that is an expert. Right. Because like, why would I think I know how to train my deadlift? Right. I've never trained powerlifting before. Like I'm not trying to have an ego. that's like, Oh no, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it on my own. No. Like, it's a lot easier if you just reach out to someone that knows the answer. I asked Matt how I can lose some more fat, and he just said, uh, just lay in the ground, stand up, keep doing that a bunch of times. <laughs> I was like, I'm too lazy to do that. <laughs> what, about, what about recovery, man? Like, like uh, you know, I, I used to watch uh, K-Star all the time, his recovery videos. or his, Yeah. Like, are, you, are you tuning in and watching anybody on that end? Um, you know, I've definitely, like, I, I have a couple sponsors in the space. Um, so like, uh, have you ever seen Theragun? Mm -mm. It's, oh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like a jigsaw yeah. with like a- I have one. Dude, yeah. it's amazing. If you need it, it's at my house. That's actually really, do, 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 really do, 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 good to know. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that was one of those things that like when I first saw it, I was like, oh God, like that's so gimmicky. S same with me. To and be honest then, with you, like you recommending that, I'm like, all right. <laughs> but then, Dude, no, but I, then had I started a, using it. Yeah. Oh my God. Really? I yeah. had a neck and trap seize up where I couldn't even like use it. Yeah. And I just had my wife stand as hard as she could my back oh, yeah. and nail it. And it's like sweating in pain. But oh, then yeah. you're like, the mobility starts to come back and you can actually yeah. move your arms. Like, okay, this, this shit actually works. What's yeah. the name okay. of it? It's like, it's like an Theragun. Theragun. It's like an auto automated Dr. Chad. T H E R A G U N. Awesome. It is. And it if is you use Matt incredible. Frazier, you get 10%. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, seriously, is there a discount code, though? <laughs> I actually, there might. I, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't think so. Promo code Frazier, 10% uh, off. I, have, have you ever used uh, a Compax? It's like a yeah, stem yeah. system? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Baker had those in the office. There's two, yeah. two Compax. Wait, is that oh, the right? one in Utah yeah. that you hooked yeah. up or we hooked yeah, up? Yeah, so like when I first started using it, it's like it has 101 different features and I knew how to use one of them. Right. And then uh, I had really bad uh, pinching in my ankles, like uh -huh. anytime my knees tracked forward. And, you know, I was fighting with it for like six months. And same with my elbows. I had elbow tendonitis. And uh, I actually met with the inventor of the product. Right. And like we were doing a photo shoot and they wanted me to do certain things. I was like, guys, like I can't do that. Like I've had this tendonitis in my elbows for a year and a half. I'm trying to get, do what I can to get rid of it. And he's like, oh, if you use the settings on the compacts, I was like, no, like how would I use that to help tendonitis? Right. And he took like 
so he actually showed me like I was using like 2% of the product. Right. And then he showed me how to use it to like help stretch areas that you can't stretch on your own. And like, I, I couldn't believe that it worked. I like, I sound so corny right now. I know, <laughs> but it was one of those things that it was just like, boom, better. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. Like instantly or did it take instantly. a while? So like, like I would use it and it was instantly better. And then, you know, over the next day or two, it would tighten back up to 90% of what it was. Right. And I, so I just started using it, basically did a routine with it every day for a couple weeks. And, right. And now it's like. Yeah. Cause I, I, I battle tendonitis. Like that's one of my worst things that I yeah, get Yeah. So I, I had, I think really common is elbows. Yeah. You know, just like with having your wrist cranked out to one, right. one direction and then being pulled back. Um, so yeah, my, my elbows were awful. And then it was for some reason, one year after the games, my ankles decided something irritated them. And then I just couldn't shake it. Huh. Um, I think it was fucking gnarly. I remember he turned it up to like the, the almost one of the heavier settings. And it was like com completely contracting my whole body. It was the yeah. weirdest feeling. Cause it's like w engaging your muscles without using it. And oh, like, yeah, what so the fuck is going I don't know if I like that. Well, so like it's, it's pretty cool. Like there's the settings that you can use to like kind of help help stretch and recovery but then there's also ones that are just a strength cycle right and so it's like you remember like in jackass when they had them and they just like they put them on a muscle and they just like cramp yeah. up yeah so you put them on in the proper positions and you can use it like as a strength cycle right and so it's basically i would do it like i would do a full squat workout and then put it on and it's like you're seeing your muscles contort into a position they've never been in before but it's just it's crazy because you're getting that strength work without the whole load of like not having to put 400 pounds on my back and right. like taking that load on my joints. It's literally just working the muscles. Right. So it's pretty wild. That, I mean, that makes a lot hmm. of sense now that you say that, like it just like dawned on me. It's like you're getting the muscles themselves are getting worked out without the strain on your joints. Basically, yeah. So right? I, it's probably not a good idea. Like, Right. just to use yeah, yeah, it yeah. and like no, it's then, ancillary and just go like yeah. step under a 500 pound bar right but for accessory work yeah accessory work and helping recovery like i love it because also that's what i remember him saying it like it it works it out and then we're not sponsored by this over yeah, this yeah. one we're no, just shitty yeah. chatting because I'm, su I'm super interested about it but like because it it engages the muscle which puts blood more in blood in the muscle which heightens recovery was what the guy was that saying sound, something legit. like shit like yeah. that i don't know but i was like you do this after your workout like yeah because it'll actually bring more blood flow to it yeah. which will create you Interesting. know some more recovery but what about what about like uh ice baths uh steam or cryo right do you cryo yeah yeah like all that no shit, I, I did someone invited me to go to like cryotherapy one time and i just was like all right not for me right um I have a nice bath yeah. in my backyard. I have a sauna in my backyard. Right. I love, love the sauna. Right. Um, I'm in it like every other day. Um, Does that help a lot? Dry? Is it dry or? Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's gotcha. a, so it's just like a. It's it. It was sold as a four person. Okay. Uh, with with two people in there. <laughs> you're, you're pretty cozy. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it? Did you just put it outside and plug it in? Yeah. 
Seriously? Yeah, so I'm going to go on Amazon tonight yeah, and buy like, so yeah, much like, shit. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so it's just a barrel sauna. So it literally oh, looks I've seen like those, yeah. a barrel tipped on its Can side. We, name the, yeah. we should just name this podcast Matt Frazier Will Make You Broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like this like tiny glass door. And so I'll, I'll go in there and just like I just put like my phone on the floor right. and just like watch a movie. And it's just like I feel great when I come out. I don't know the science behind it or joe if you listen to joe rogan's too. podcast or, yeah. or if it's yeah. just like a mean placebo effect um yeah. i'm a huge believer in placebo so yeah so is your ice bath just a horse trough that you put ice in or is it no it's, it's actually like it's a it was made as an ice bath and has like the little motor on it oh so cool. like it circulates the water right uh i actually i maybe used that once or twice right last year um I thought I would go back and forth between the sauna and ice bath a lot more mm -hmm. than I did, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just never felt the need to jump in it really, but I used the sauna a ton. Right. Well, shit, so, Matt, this is the point in the show where yeah. we get to the drinking bro of the week. Uh, it's somebody who inspired you or somebody helped you on the come up. Is there anyone that you would like to give the drinking bro of the week to that really helped you uh, kind of shape you into the man you are today? Um. Yeah, I feel bad kind of singling it out down to like one person, you know. Uh there's been definitely been a lot of people that have helped. Uh especially people that like offered their help and had nothing to gain from it. Right. Um th those are the people that I really appreciate. You know, I like the other people too, but uh okay, you, you, you can know, give so it to my, multiple people. Who who do you got? I, I mean the the number one probably would be my manager. Um, you know, he started off not as a manager. He started off just as a friend in the space that was like, Hey, you want me to like read over some of your contracts and help you negotiate some stuff? And, uh, and so he was the one early on, you know, I talked to him. So his name's Matt O'Keefe. Um, one T I talked to him. What's that? One T and Matt. No, he's got two T's. Okay. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a one two, upper. Yeah. Okay. Two T's. Uh, yeah. He literally just, I remember so early on the sport, like, still when i wasn't taking it seriously he he told me he goes like i think you can win the games and i'm like dude no fucking way like you're you're just trying to like blow me Snooze, up and yeah. to like try to get something from me he goes, and he was like no like i really believe this you know i've seen you compete at a couple of local competitions and i want to do what i can to help help make that happen and um so he wasn't a manager at the time. I just started looking at contracts, helped me out, getting nothing from it. You know, um, you know, it was eating up a lot of his time. You know, I had to do a couple of trips and he knows I'm very uncomfortable in those situations. So he would come on the trips, uh, pay for his flights out of his own pocket just to be there to help. And, um, and he's still, still there every time. Like he's the one with my coach's band at, at the games. So he's in the back rooms helping me with everything it's great um yeah just one of those guys that he has other people's interests first right ours for this uh podcast is rain we want to thank it for yeah yeah pouring into our bedrooms and houses <laughs> all, and... all three of us actually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all three no man we could probably talk for fucking seven hours about this stuff it's so interesting to me but we'll, i'm sure we'll we'll have you back on and hang out with you again but uh where, where can people check out like what you're doing your instagram where you post if people want to follow you or what like where do they go? Uh, I, I think the the most popular channel is my Instagram. You know, that's the one I keep keep updated. Uh, Which is Matthew Fraz. Matthew Fraz. Yeah, well, Matthew with one T. 
Matthew Don't fuck that. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how I always judge when people do interviews. They do two T's. They're like, welcome Matt Best with two T's. I'm like, you didn't do your research, motherfucker. No, no. Like 100% of direct messages. People are like, hey, Matt, with two T's. Two T's, T's like, yeah. You're not a fan. Oof. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it's one of those things like i stopped correcting people in like the second grade and it's like trying to spell fraser right like i've i've heard every interpretation of how to spell that name and i've just but yep that sounds yep i know nice. who you're talking about i've been called right. way worse whatever <laughs> faster yeah faster something like that well dope man. Okay, man we're guilty awesome. of it too i i, I said fraser Fra- fraser a couple times i apologize yeah I, I know who Frazier. you're talking about. I said a little wrong. I, okay. I also want to give a shout out to Jesus, who was the original uh, CrossFitter. Um, he sacrificed a lot. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> uh, Fucking hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, yeah for, for, for two uh, Matt with one T's, Evan Hafer. I'm Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Thanks for being on, man. This was super fascinating. Toodles. <laughs>